This is a HeadGum Podcast. What's up, everybody? It's Big Rye here, and I want to thank you guys for listening to the show. Before we start today's episode, I want to talk to you about cereal. Where do you stand with cereal these days? Are you eating it? What's your history? I'll tell you mine. I would have it when I was growing up for breakfast. I think that's pretty normal, pretty standard. Uh, when I was growing up, you'd wake up, you pour yourself a bowl of cereal. That's just what you did. Everybody did it. Maybe uh, you use the healthy stuff, the quote unquote healthy stuff. Maybe you're allowed to have the sugary stuff. Um, but that was breakfast. And I got older, I got wiser. The stuff that was even supposed to be healthy, I, I realized was full of sugar and carbohydrates. And so I moved cereal out of the breakfast category and into the treat category because I still liked it. There's something good about cereal. Uh, the texture, the crunch, the um, maybe the memories it's evoking for me. I don't know. That's why I was so pleased when Magic Spoon became a sponsor for our podcast because it allowed me to start having cereal more often and it moved it out of the treat category and in to the everyday category for Stanger Man because Magic Spoon is cereal like you've never had before. They figured it out, guys. With Magic Spoon, you get zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and only four net grams of carbs in each serving. And it's only 140 calories a serving. On top of that, guys, it's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and GMO-free. Now, a big part about that cereal I was talking about earlier that I said I had to start making a treat for myself was the texture, the taste, the flavors. And so I just listed off all these, these healthy stats for Magic Spoon. And you're probably wondering, is it any good, Stanger? Does it taste like that sugary cereal I had growing up that I came to love that I can't have anymore? Yes, it does. And that's why you'll be able to reintroduce that feeling back into your lives, guys, because with Magic Spoon, you can build your own box or get a variety pack with available flavors, cocoa, fruity, frosted, peanut butter, blueberry, and cinnamon. All delicious flavors. Tried all of them. I personally like to, I like to mix blueberry and cinnamon. I feel like it gives me a, a cobbler feeling, a pie feeling. Um, people make the obvious choice and mix peanut butter and cocoa. How could they not? Chocolate peanut butter cup. They're good on their own. They're good mixed together. And they're no longer just a treat. You can have it as a meal. You can have it as a late night snack that's guilt-free. You can have it post-workout. I like to do a protein bar post-workout to uh, supplement some extra protein or uh, maybe a shake. Now I'm doing cereal, dudes. I'm doing the Magic Spoon cereal. I'm getting 13 to 14 grams of protein. Say I hit heavy chest. I want my chest to look buff and ripped and uh, high chest separation. So I looked jacked in a tank top. I'm able to do that because I'm supplementing with Magic Spoon. Not a treat, guys. A, ne a necessary part of my nutritious and healthy lifestyle. Uh, so join me and moving cereal out of the treat category and into the everyday life category. 
you won't be disappointed, guys. Magic Spoon is delicious. Go to magicspoon.com slash dumbbells to grab your delicious cereal and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code dumbbells at checkout to save $5 off your order. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. Remember, get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash dumbbells and use the code dumbbells to save $5 off. Thank you, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring this episode. This is the Dumbbells of Personal Fitness Podcast, where we have Eugene Cordero. And me, I'm Ryan Singer. I have discussions and answer questions on all things health and fitness. This is solely based on our own working experience, a little bit of bro science. So, please keep in mind we're not doctors, never claim to be. Nope, just a couple of dumbbells. Love ourselves some fitness, want to help you with yours. And the help can start right now. It can. It is. We're doing it. It's time. Uh, bringing you guys up to speed, very late night. Eugene accommodated me for late recording. I had hey, a that's birth, okay. birthday thing for my grandma. Um, and uh, we, do, we do have some choppy internet. We're going to do our best. We're committed to bringing you guys high quality entertainment and information uh, at any cost, even our own personal sanity. I mean, there is a, I mean, we're almost to the point where we can start meeting up almost, right? Or no? I would. I mean, I don't, I, know. I, I, I don't know. Have you done anything in person podcast wise yet? I haven't no. done a single one in person. No, not yet. But I want to start. I'm getting, I'm getting zoomed out. Are you getting zoomed out? Oh, I've, I've been zoomed out. I've been <laughs> zoomed out since like April of, of 2020. <laughs> Some people are good on the zoom. I'm not great on the zoom. Like I can't, I lose, I don't have, I'm kind of like my, my comedy is, doesn't really have timing anyway. And then you throw a zoom into that and it's like, I'm fucking way out there, you know? Yeah. I'm just, I just, uh, like uh, interacting with the screen. I, I like, I'm, I'm not a huge fan I, I mean, if I have to, obviously I'll like zoom yeah. and FaceTime and stuff, but it's not like I go out of my way to, you know, um, connect with my screen. Like I, I don't, I don't yes. like post a bunch of stories where I'm like just kind of walking through life or anything. It's just like not my, yeah. you know, Me and either. I even try to like, I, yeah, I try to on the Instagram and stuff like post more where it's a little bit more like interactive and it was just like tough i mean i liked our live our our instagram lives those were fun i yeah i would like to do something with you to where people can fire questions at us but i'd like to be there with you while it's yes, happening i agree yeah. i think that would be really cool if we were like sitting next to each other and it was like yeah we were in the middle of a record or something yes um, there, there's something cool to that but as far yes. as like being removed from you and then removed from other people that are asking. And yeah. And then as far some people are really good at doing the Instagram updates and they're talking sure. right to the camera and like you, for you, like it would be good to build your brand out that way. But if you don't have the kind of natural inclination to do that, it's, it's tough, man. You're saying, for, you're saying for me, it would be good for my brand to, yeah, uh, dude, you, you got like a big, to, you got a, I don't, yeah, you got I don't a have a brand old, like that. No, you got no, no, a big no. old brand, babe. I don't think <laughs> you're, I think I, I'm not, yeah, I don't think I have a brand that I, I'm trying to sell necessarily through that, but I'm just saying you, know. you could, 
and it, you know, it would be good for it. But you know, I think you're more of a. I know that you're more of a performer and you're more interested in the work than the I am, ancillary yeah, yeah. other shit. I, I, but I, I, I and I when I see people who are great at that, I'm like impressed by it and I love it. And it makes me go like, oh, that'd be cool. But at the same time, it's just like I, I just don't know if it's immediately on my in my wheelhouse by myself. I think if we're both in it together, it gives me enough. Like when I've jumped onto other people's stories, it's yeah. like since they're kind of running the show, it's kind of easier for me, but like to kind of run it. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't know what the, I think it's I like, you just either got, you got that itch to do it or you don't. And some people yes. do and they're, they're good at it. For me, it takes very good. Yeah. It, tons of effort to like muster up like, okay, we're going to, we're going to do this thing. Yeah. Hey, what's everybody? Big right here. Hey, don't use it all now. Cause we're going to use that when we actually do. All right. We got a little dry run, a little test run. Yeah, yeah. We don't want we don't want the we don't want the bell babies out there to feel like, oh, he's phoning it in because he's doing the bit of the reach live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll save it. Save it. Save it for the day. I'll save it. How are you, man? What's going on? You're uh have you been able to do family stuff? Have you been uh, Yeah. I mean, I'm you know, I'm I'm trying my best to just kind of get assimilated back at, into home life and and also just like give myself opportunity to like just uh turn off for a little while. I'm just I'm I'm uh I'm having a hard time kind of catching up to uh being uh, of of not having to run around as much and yeah there's just yeah, like there's, a, and, and because of that there's just a bunch of things that have piled up that have just kind of let kind of go to the weight the wayside in the meantime and you know i'm trying to pick pick those up now and especially since we can actually um you know get more done out in the world right safely to a the certain stuff extent you put that, off yeah i i'm yeah. um i feel like i need to do that stuff so you know it's just starting to add up and then you know just having both the littles and trying to navigate um a, a, a time to break a little bit for both of me and Trish and everything is just kind of, you know, just trying to find that thing. And and at first it was funny cause you know, Quincy's in camp and all that stuff. Um, but it's only from like nine to 12 and that three hours goes by so fast. And then oh, it's dude, over. you feel like you just dropped him off. You're like, we're going to go fucking yeah. pick this guy up now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, so then there's that stress of trying to get so much done within that three hours. Um, that, also yeah. when they're, when they're in camp mode and then they're out of it, they're bored because they're used to like the constant activity at camp. So they're like, yes. fuck, where, well, I'm just, I just stick around at home now. Come on, let's do yeah. something. Yeah. And, and Activities. we haven't signed up for like, you know, sports class, which is basically a sports camp as well, where he's playing different sports every twice a week. And then, um, and then he's uh, signed up for like karate and he's been doing karate for like a month now. Great. Um, but, you know, but that, you know, that's also takes time to take them there and have them do it and then come back that it's like the hours of the day are just kind of slipping away here as far as <laughs> free time or work time even, you know, like yeah. just trying to get anything done. Otherwise, 
Um, I mean, I'm just talking like a parent, I guess, at this point. But um, no, no, babe. Hey, I get it, man. It's you know, it's it's always evolving and changing, especially with a real little one, because her needs change and evolve yeah. every day. Yeah. So yeah, there's a lot of, and you've been you've been out of the mix working a bunch, so now you feel like you really got to come in and help out and. I do. Yeah. Be there. And, and, and I that's, do. That's what's right. You know? Yeah. So, um, because of a lot of that stuff, I feel like, um, you know, I just want to be able to, um, give Trish a little bit of a break. Uh, I get, just because I get she hasn't had one in like close to eight months, seven, eight months, you know? So. Yeah, dude. Well, now, most importantly, have you gone to a gym yet? Have you gone? Have you gone back to the Y? Have you tried yet? Or are you just been I, doing home? Yeah, I've, I've been. I haven't tried to go back to the Y. I um, they had like done a soft opening of like the Orange Theory in La Cañada that I was talking oh, yeah. about like over a year and change ago. Uh huh. Um, and they had sent me an email about like coming in and trying, you know, um the workouts there and um i i went in and checked it out and because there's it's not open to the public yet there was only like one or two other people in the in the whole uh class at the time uh and it was great it was really fun i just wish that it was only that that like mm. at the at maximum it was going to be one or two people in there other me, I get other you. than me and uh I think when they fully open, I think they've they've kind of slowed down on on doing a full opening or allowing people from other orange theories around California to come in yet or sign up for classes because of the protocols right now of like wearing a mask and all this stuff um, indoors. So I think because of all of those things, they're a little bit on. A, a slower release and yeah, I, I don't know. I, I feel like if it stayed like this, it'd be great, but that's like asking a company to <laughs> yeah. not you know, make money, not make money. Yeah. 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 So who knows? But other than that, I haven't, um, I haven't gone back to the Y cause the Y parking lot and stuff looks pretty busy. And you know, I, I don't, I'm not fighting to, you're not dying to get the Delta variant. Yeah, well, I'm just not dying to be in a busy gym. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. In general, yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't want to have to wait for whatever. I mean, if they've even set it up outdoors, I don't want to have to wait to do another lift because they've only brought one. You know, mother squat truckers out camping out on the fucking preacher. Sure, curves. go, sure. baby, move on. Come on. Who knows? Who knows? I don't know, but I like. Again, I only have like that window that yeah. Quincy's at camp. You got 37 so, minutes to. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it, it just feels easier to come back home and I know that I'll be able to yeah. do it all at home and then go back out, you know? Yeah, you don't have to wait um, at all. Yeah, so, you know, that's that's been my kind of um, mindset and, and the way that I've been handling things over here, but... Um, but it's mainly just been trying to get the the life stuff back back in order um in the meantime and 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 that's including the gym i mean that's including working out but i uh, i've been just kind of sticking to my workouts at home i would love to be able to jump into uh 
like an orange theory or some kind of like, you know, hit training a couple of days a week. I, I guess I, I, the one aspect that I did miss was just having somebody else tell me what to do. Yeah. If your brain needs uh, a break, sometimes it's nice just to kind yeah. of be a good soldier and, you know, do what you're yes. told. Yeah. I yeah. was just ready to be told what to do. I mean, you know, that happens on the Peloton and stuff, but you know, not, not as far as like, uh, for the weights. Uh, yeah. I'm, and, and I guess it's just the kind of, as much as I, I appreciate what Peloton has done and, and I will keep at it. Um, uh, something about being there and having somebody there. Yeah. Is uh is a thing. Here we are. We're back to that. I mean, who knows? Where, where we started, you know, with these zooms being done with the screens, whatnot. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. But you know, I mean, I'm so curious about one of those mirrors and all of that kind of stuff. What like, Oh what yeah. Even the, the vibe is. Yeah. Is it just you within a class or is it just you by yourself? Like who knows? Can they see you? You know, they say no, but I, you know, I know how that technology works. I think they can the, see you. What's, what's black mirror about? The that whole show. series, a bunch yeah. of stuff. Is yeah. it anthology? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it about You've never the workout? Seen it? Nah, man. Is it about the workout mirror? No, no, no. Which which is the one that the girl plays the same? She's the same actor, but plays all the different parts. Um, the Canadian actress. Yes, she's supposed to be really a great actor. Yes. Um, I didn't watch that show either, but that's yeah. not Black Mirror. No. Gosh, why can't I think of the name of that show? Very popular. People yeah. will be mad that we don't, that neither of us have seen it and we don't know the name <laughs> of it right now. People were nuts for it. And it was around the time that Black Mirror was cracking, yeah. right? Popping off. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm trying to think of, uh, Uh, I know it's Tatiana. Oh, yeah. Ali? Yeah, yeah, Tatiana. (laughs) From Fresh Prince? Yeah, Fresh Prince is uh, definitely... I think it's definitely Fresh Prince is the star (laughs) of it. It was... uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Orphan Uh Black. Yeah, Orphan Black, that's what it is, yeah. That, and that's why I got the, that's where I got mixed up with. Got it, yeah. Black 2003, yeah. yeah. And then Orange is a New Black, and you're talking about Orange Theory. There's a lot of shit going on. And then we're talking about Black Mirror, yeah. So we get it. We're we're all about Orange and Black. It's close to Halloween. We're a few months away. Yeah, the Jack and Lantern colors, the, the colors of Halloween. Colors of my corn. high school. Those are the colors. What were you guys, the Jack and Lanterns? Yeah, 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 Halloween High. I went to Halloween high. <laughs> what was the name uh, of your high school? Uh, the Warriors. We were the Warriors, but. Oh, nice. Uh, Come out to play. Yay. But it was, yeah. Orange and black. Can cool colors. you. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah. Can, you were about to do. Can you dig it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, those are great colors. Yeah. War, Warriors is very cool, too. I and, also like uh, a nice royal royal blue and white. That mm, feels nice. very classic to me. 
We were blue and silver. Okay, that's pretty classic. Yeah, no, maroon, maroon and like yellow is also a big like, you know, like uh, high school kind of weird varsity jacket, but cool varsity jacket. It color. is. I, I at the time I wouldn't like it, but now I like the weird ugly colors like that. Yeah, that's yeah, fun. yeah. That's yeah. fun. It's like you're in it, man. You're no need for purples. No need for like a light purple. Like you know, was it Washington State or something like that? There's U Dub. Yeah. You dub that had the purple, the Huskies. Purple and yeah, yeah, purple and white. Yeah. That's a little much. Maybe purple and gold, I think, is what theirs were. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And Washington, the, Washington State had like kind of a maroon yeah. and white. Yeah. Oh, they were did. they maroon? I, uh, yeah. yeah. I'm thinking of some kind of purplish. But it's purple. Vibe it's purple. Them. Yeah. Oh. It's pretty close to purple. Cougars. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Washington State Cougars. Yeah. UW was the Huskies and they were like purple and gold pretty much. Sure. Yeah. UCLA had like a light, has a light blue, kind of a sky blue yeah. kind of. I like and that. Gold. Yeah. With the yeah, yellow was, with gold. Yeah. That's cool. That was, that was cool. And, uh, USC and has the was, gold, has the golden and maroon look. Right. And Cal was blue and like a uh, Royal blue and gold or Navy and gold kind of. Uh, no that. more blue. Yeah. More, yeah. Blue with the gold pants. There was a there was a stretch there where we were sponsored by Nike and they they had different uniforms every game, like they really had, they were, yeah they they got like the Oregon treatment for two or three seasons there, which was kind of cool. Just a bunch of ducks. You had ducks on everything. <laughs> well, do you remember how or like Oregon they they wear different uniforms every game because like Nike it was cool. What's his name? Yeah. Phil Knight. Phil Knight or whatever his name is. Uh, Went to was a was a duck and so yeah they looked like they looked like um, superheroes yeah like, they, they like kept the, changing yeah 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 Iron Man suits and shit yeah serious that's cool um, but yeah uh, so um, uh, all of the mirror stuff all of the workout stuff I think it's you know just getting back into um, like what just trying I guess I'm just trying to figure out what what the structure of my life is going to be like, you know, for a little while here. Yeah. T um, it's, it's tough to know. I mean, that's cause your, your schedule changes, but also I don't feel like everything's quite back to normal yet. So you right. feel like this weird kind of limbo, like when does it all start again and what's it going to look like in six months? Yes. Um, yeah. 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 But you know, either way, Quincy's in his like last week of camp now, and then he'll have a few weeks off and then he starts preschool, Ooh, wow. um, which is just basically the same hours as it is now. So I think we're just going to kind of get used to that yeah. structure of the day. But then, you know, of course, Alice is, you know, um, her, her schedule is going to completely change so that'll affect us and, you know who can do the pickup or whatever and all that kind of jazz. So we'll yeah, see. I feel, I feel you, man. I am um, been working out, been doing the gym a lot. Uh, what I will say about, and it's, it's, it's kind of hearkening back to what I said earlier on when I went back to the gym and we were talking about it earlier, a couple like a month ago or whatever. Um, what it's, what the thing that's been really nice is having built out, um, stuff that I can do at home, 
mm-hmm. and, and having like good fluency with that. Like I can get a good workout at home. I can train pretty much every body part. It's not ideal, but I can, I'm covered. And I, and I, I have the Peloton that I can use. Uh, but being able to go to the gym and then just kind of pop in some home stuff when I need to, or to kind of yeah. enrich what I'm already doing has been great. Uh, and it's been a positive new wrinkle that wasn't there before. And it's yeah. changed the dynamic a lot because I was really starting to dread the home stuff because it was just, it was like a, a life preserver it that I was. The, yeah. It wasn't, yeah, it, it wasn't what the gym was. It, it felt like something else. Yeah. And it was just, I was doing the bare minimum. I didn't feel inspired. And I, and I kind of was just, I was doing it to survive instead of, um, to thrive. And so, so now that I've been able to kind of like open things up now it's, it's mm-hmm. great. So it's like, Oh, you know, time's a little short or I didn't get to do everything I wanted at the gym. I've got stuff I can do at home. I can kind of like do some cardio at the gym and then I can do like just a 20 minute ride instead of thinking like, Oh, I better do 45 minutes or 30 yeah. minutes or it doesn't count or whatever. It's like, so looking at some of those kind of 15 minute hit rides or, you know, even like a 10 minute climb ride or something I hadn't really dabbled before because, um, because I was just like, I, I got to make more of a meal out of this workout. Right. And so n- now not being so beholden to it, it's, um, it's, you know, it's been really nice and kind of, um, reinvigorated, you know, what I'm able to do at home and that's great. My approach to it. Yeah. And, but you know, then now back in LA, you're, you're back into wearing a mask inside the gym again. So that's been a little depressing. So uh, you're back in a gym now and you just have to wear a mask. Got to wear a mask inside now. Yeah. So we had one month with nothing and that was great. And then now they're, they're asking for masks again in the gym. And Uh so it just, you can do it. Like, I'm not one of those people that like, I can't breathe or whatever. Like, I'm fine. I can do whatever I need to do. I'm not going to be a Karen. I know people were worried, like, is Stanger going to go full Karen? Yeah. Defi- definitely not. <laughs> but you're not, but you're not, you're also not like doing sprints. No, no. Yeah. Yeah. I'm but doing the cardio there. there or train or, you know, training squats and everything. I mean, you're definitely sucking sure. that mask in and having nothing yeah, yeah, was, yeah. was really nice. And it did feel sure. almost close to being normal. And so it's just kind of a reminder that like, uh, we're still kind of in this, I guess, you know? Yeah. 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 I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Hopefully, uh, you know, hopefully it'll start moving, ticking back down and we can start, you know, focusing on, um, Uh, on, on getting back to whatever the new normal will be. Yeah, dude. I like going to the market mask free. Sure. so So I can sample eat off yeah. the shelves. Yeah. Yeah. You love eating off the shelves <laughs> and, and most of the things you love to eat are like wrapped. So you're like, you unwrap them oh, and yeah, eat them. Unwrap. Yeah. Unwrap yeah. Yeah. Them. Yeah. You're like, House it's them. not like, yeah, I pay for the wrappers. Sure. You ever do well, that? You, you ever so, you ever so, so GD hungry. You just got to fuck. You got to put the, put away the protein bar in the store <laughs> and then you just, you just pay for the wrapper at the end. You just scan the wrapper at the end. Sure. Have you, have you done that? I've done it. I've done it at that Gelson's right by UCB. Oh yeah, man. I feel like I would go in there, get it. Like, I mean, oh, thanks, like an RX, yeah, like yeah. an RX bar and then like something else and a bottle of water. Water is almost half, if not yeah. completely done. <laughs> yeah. 
The bar has already ate one and I have a second one in my hand. <laughs> They're like, all right, let me ring up your trash for you to pay yeah. for. It. <laughs> it's yeah. just because I'm just like, because I'm not going to eat at birds after. No, but you're not going to steal either, you know, but you can't yeah, wait. Yeah. You can't wait. Yeah. You know, sometimes late at night, they got one person, you know, bagging groceries and checking people out. So you got to. Sure. You got to start the meal in store. Yeah. Uh, it's fine though. It's Gelson's. They're, they're, they're charging for it. Yeah. You make the rules if you're paying Gelson prices. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's its own set of rules over there. Yeah, it's like, all right, I guess I'll have a Pellegrino. I wasn't, I was just going to do a Aquafina, but since I'm in Gelson's, we'll do the Pellegrino. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God, I guess I'll, I guess I'll take some of these. Uh, uh, I guess I'll take a water with plus, with a plus next to it because I have yeah. to. That's all you got. Pistachios, $14. Don't mind if I do. <laughs> If I'm hungry enough and it's late enough, I make bad choices. <laughs> and it's just pricing that you're making the bad choices on anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Foods are, I mean the right stuff. It's just, you know, yeah. it should, it should cost me $11. It's costing me 67 and you know, <laughs> <laughs> got to interrupt really quick to talk to you guys about CBD. Now everybody's talking about CBD these days. I'm not the only one athletes actors, musicians, talk show hosts, podcast hosts. I guess I already technically said that. Uh, professional trampoliners, lounge singers, jazz musicians. I said musicians already. So that's, I'm, I'm repeating myself, but listen, everybody's talking about it. Your mother-in-law is talking about it. Your pool man, your mailman, your substitute teachers probably talking about it. Your aunts, uncles, brothers, sisters, cousins, grandparents, it's out there. And the reason is, is that it's been proven to greatly reduce anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. And there's one company in particular that's doing it better than all the rest. And that's Feels, guys. They're a sponsor for the show today. Feels is a better way to feel better. They're doing premium CBD that's going to help keep your head clear and help you feel your best. Now, I have a chronic condition called rheumatoid arthritis. I live with it. I have it every day, pain in my joints throughout my entire body. So I'm always looking in, uh, into some kind of pain management breakthrough. What's out there? What can I take? What's sustainable? I don't want to do pain pills. I can't do that every day. It's not good for me. Obviously, I don't want to turn to alcohol or something addictive, uh, something that's going to make me hungover. That's why CBD has been so perfect for me. CBD doesn't make you high. It just makes you feel better. Um, and feels has great CBD. They sent me a bunch. I started it and I started feeling better right away. Uh, the way it works is you take some feels, put a few drops under your tongue and you're going to start feeling it within minutes. But what you should know about CBD is that it's dose dependent and everybody's dose is different. Got to get the right dose. Uh, feels offers a free CBD hotline to help guide you through your personal experience so that you can find the perfect dose. This is this, the discovery process. The Feels customer service team is dedicated to making sure that you get the best use of your CBD. That's huge. They're taking the guesswork out of it for you guys. They're going to walk you through the process so that you get the dose that's just right for you. And joining the Feels monthly membership makes your self-care easy. You're going to save money on every order and you can pause or cancel at any time and get it sent out right to your house 
is incredibly convenient and to make sure that you stay on it. Um, you know, there's been times before, before I had access to fields, before they were delivering it right to my door that I would, um, I would get behind a little bit and I'd get behind the pain instead of in front of it. And then I'm playing catch up and with feels it's coming right to my door. It's easy. It's convenient. And it's uh, a nice little, uh, treat. It's like, I'm getting a present once a month shows up. It's me giving myself a present and making sure that I feel better. I want you guys to try it. I'm curious to hear uh, how your CBD journey goes. Let me know what's happened with feels, how much you're liking it, and how much better you feel. Uh, so join the community. Start feeling better with feels. Become a member today by going to feels.com slash dumbbells, and you'll get 50% off your first order with free shipping. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash dumbbells to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. Feels.com slash dumbbells. You know, women have been talking about their bodies for years. Why don't men? The hairy shoulders, the narrow calves, the biceps they secretly love. Now there's a new show I want you to check out called Manatomy, where men talk openly, frankly, and hilariously about their own bodies. Each week, we got comedian Danny Wallace, author of Yes Man, which was made into the Jim Carrey movie, also starring Zoe Deschanel and Terrence Stamp. Bradley Cooper's in that. It's a fun movie. And uh, magazine veteran Phil Hilton. They're welcoming stand-ups, athletes, writers, big men, small men, exercising men, and men who just eat a lot of cheese. It's awkward, intimate, funny, weird, and totally unlike anything else. It's not a health guide. It's not self-improvement. It's a no-judgment zone. It's the story of a life told through the body that's lived it. Check out Manatomy. New episodes available every week on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get yours. And now, back to the show. Um, yeah, so don't go to Gelson's, people. We're not sponsored by Gelson's. Gelson's would never put a Dumbbells promo code in their stores. Nah, nah. It's just not a thing. Nah, dude, you know, they're, they're selling cheeses and shit. I mean, it's, yeah. uh, they're, they have yeah. like, they have a big thing in the middle of like a bunch of exotic cheeses that they're selling that aren't even like the normal cheeses. They're like mm -mm. older cheeses or cheeses that were f from caves or something. And yeah. that's like in the middle of the store and there's stuff in there that's 50, 60 bucks. Sure. You spread that on an entertainment cracker, you know? Yeah. Yeah. What about people doing- Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, what about these people that do uh, cheese boards now and take pictures of them and they're putting oranges on them and stuff? And yeah, yeah, yeah. Charcuterie plates. Charcuts. Yeah. So yeah, it's a whole Instagram thing, right? It who is. Can do yeah, the yeah. best one. Meats. Sure. Like who makes, who makes the meats plates? <laughs> Throw a couple of tiny pickles on there and uh, and and some um, yeah. some cuties and all of a sudden you're yeah. you know Instagram famous. Right. You're that you're the fucker that brought citrus to the board. People are like, shit. Yeah, you, you know can, what I mean? I guess you could do a little orange on that some bitch. As long as you you keep you keep a, a a tiny amount of grapes still on the fucking vine. Yeah. You look golden on there. Who's eating those grapes? Nobody wants, are they decoration or are they, do you put them on a cracker? I mean, what is that? Oh, I usually pop those grapes off first. Done. You get, the, you go for the grapes right away. Yeah. Do you I do love the grapes? 
Do you do the cheeses and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. They're pretty good. Yeah, they're pretty good. Do you eat cheese? You eat cheese. I'll have it. If it's nice, like on that board, I'll have it. I'm not, I'm not, I don't have like a, a block in my house that I'm, I'm nipping at, nibbling on. <laughs> but do you, you have, do you have cheese in the house? No. Stone has, Stone has string cheese and stuff. I don't, I don't ever really eat that that much, but yeah. I like cheese. I, I like it. I just don't ever really buy it. But if it was, yeah, if it's somebody, you know, put their heart and soul and creativity into a big old charcuterie board, I'd try some stuff. Sure. I love all those uh, cured meats. Yeah. Those are great. Yeah. That, that's no problem there. Yeah. <laughs> and, and yeah, that stuff is good, I, man. It's good. I don't know if I'd ever, I, I rarely will put them in on any crackers over there. Nah. But if yeah. they put one of those, if they put a, ba a baguette out there, that's like, you know, uh, like seven, seven eighths percent cut. And it just has that, like whatever, where you just rip it off, forget yeah. it. I'll eat that whole, I'll eat that whole thing. Yeah. Those are good. <laughs> tender. Those are tender. tender. They're good. <laughs> tender baguettes. <laughs> tender baguettes. Uh, Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, don't. Uh, um, but um, enough about charcuts. Um, you know, we're in Olympic season. Yeah. And well, big um, news for the Philippines. The Philippines won their first gold medal, and it's in weightlifting. She's a stud, right? She's a stud. Yeah. 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 Did you watch? I did. I did. Uh, she was like, but you know, she's been in the Olympics the last, you know, four Olympics. I think like the oh, in wow. Rio, she okay. won a silver. In Rio, she won the silver. In the one before that, she didn't even qualify. And okay. then the one before that in like 2008 or something that she was second to last. So wow. like, she's just kind of like- What a rise. Out there. Yeah. And I mean, That's, that clean, that clean and jerk, if you, if, if bell babies out there are, are listening and haven't seen it, it's, it's very, it's, it's like amazing. Oh man. That's She's so able cool. to get it up under her shoulders. She was able to get that clean done so quick. And then she got under the bar so fast for the jerk that it was just like, Oh, crazy. And then she knew she had it, held it up. Forget it. It was over. It it's, was so it, cool. It's an incredible feeling and it's a huge deal to to win any kind of medal and represent your country and to bring your country the first gold medal is, I mean, what a feeling. Could you, I wonder yeah. how she feels. What a feeling. Oh, yeah, yeah. She went, I, I think it seemed like she was, you know, beside herself the whole time, which was I'm, amazing. Yeah, I mean, you get, you would levitate, you know, if you're yeah. an athlete and you're working your whole life towards that. I didn't know her history that that she had been you know, knocking around and not quite getting there and some years yeah. not qualifying. I mean, that's fucking, that is it. Like that is, yeah. you talk about like the juice of life. I mean, that is like, that's, oh man, I live for stories like that. Oh yeah. And there's videos of her like during um, COVID, like during quarantine of her just doing cleans and stuff using jugs of water. Oh wow. Cause she couldn't and get in gym. It. Yeah. Wow. Crazy. How much, um, how much Olympic lifting did you do when you were doing the CrossFit stuff? Did uh, you, wear, I mean, you wore the shoes and stuff, right? Yeah, were yeah, yeah. Yeah. Slamming your like, heels into the platform and all that. 
I was. I was like, I was really focused on doing like cleans. Clean and jerks I felt very comfortable with. Um, the snatch, I just like, yeah, to get under it that fast and then to lock out your arms in that way, I was just like overhead squats and then that kind of lockout position was just never, I, I didn't, I ever, I couldn't find where it felt like I was locked in there. And I just, I, I don't know. You know, a lot of people say, and I think that's the thing with CrossFit. It's like not every gym. I loved the gym I was at and I've, I went to a, I've went to a bunch of them. Like anytime I would visit another state or another part of even LA, I would go to other ones and, you know, people coach that stuff differently. I mean, there's like, you know, yeah. there's there's things that you're supposed to, techniques that you're supposed to keep in mind um, and watch for as a coach, but also, you know, um, as an athlete, you're supposed to. But it's it's all relative to like how your body holds weight and can hold weight. Yeah. You know? Um, and you know, those are just the dangerous lifts, you know, you have to get used to them. It is. It um, feels like you're going to, if you're not doing them right, you're going to hurt yourself. And they're very challenging yeah. to do right. Especially like you said, those overhead squat and that snatch, it's just like guaranteed to hurt your grind, your shoulders, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, like I, I'll still do clean and jerks now at home. Um, and like snatches to a certain extent, but even that it's just like, um, the snatches I'm like doing really light, if not like just empty bar stuff just to kind of get the motion correct. Yeah. Um, and then clean and jerks, I'll go, I'll try to, you know, get a little heavier with a clean, but nothing compared to like when I was really trying to work on them, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and when I was, it was really fun. Yeah. To like try to get underneath weight really quickly and, you know, basically front squat it up. Um, or, uh, or, you know, the snatch is like the overhead, um, overhead, uh, squats. Yeah. So, you know, just trying to do that kind of stuff of like, Ooh, what is, how, how can I really get this? And like, I remember I was able to get my front squat pretty heavy that I was just like, you, you should technique wise, you should be able to clean something that you can front squat. Yeah. Cause if you can, you can, if you can front squat it, there's a good chance that you can probably deadlift it. Right. If not a lot more. And then it's all about getting the strength. Is in, the, the strength is in the squat. So it's yes. like that's and so if you if you put your time in and get your technique right, then you're just you're ultimately just trying to get underneath it to squat it. Yes. Yeah. Right. So that's what you're. Yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah, sometimes like when you start getting really heavy, like getting that thing off the ground, and it's you know, and it is funny when people miss on the um on the clean, and it just kind of like their body just crumbles like that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Forward. Yeah. Yeah. But. uh I haven't done any of that stuff in years. Occasionally, like I'll, I'll be like adjusting to, you know, going from deadlifts to doing some squats and I'll maybe like pop, you know, a uh, hundred and, you know, like, I don't know, not a hundred kilos, but I don't know, 
whatever 45s on each side pop that into yeah a like clean. 135 yeah yeah pop that into a clean and then rack it for squats but even that feels pretty crinkly yeah little, you know like a little like ugh little slow yeah. feel slow you know and crumbly yeah like a yeah but I'll still I'll still work on it somewhat you know in some workouts and then even that like I'll just be doing like single arm dumbbell snatches just because I'm like saving my shoulders and just doing it for reps rather than like weight, you know? Yeah. You're totally, but just to get the motion right. But yeah. Um, but it was so great to see, you know, I mean, a Filipino win a gold medal for the country, but also to see it in weightlifting. I don't know why weightlifting to me, I was just like, huh, what a cool place to do it because like, you know, it is usually dominated by China and, you know, Kazakhstan and stuff. It's really cool. Well, I'll tell you, and this, this, pardon my ignorance, or if this sounds insulting, winning a gold medal for anything is amazing. But if it had been yeah. for like, I don't know, like archery or something, <laughs> it is cool. Sure, that sure, it's just sure. like a good old fashioned, like. Hey, who's the strongest? Who can run the fast? Who who can run the fastest? Who can jump the highest? It's like it's a cool one to win for. It's like yeah, of the course. strongest. Yeah. You're the strongest. That's yeah, that's you're me. the strongest. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's not shooting. Yeah, shooting. That's a you good know. one. Yeah, yeah. Shooting By went to like, like you know, somebody in Middle America. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, won it, and it was yeah. like yeah. A racist cop one. Yeah. 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 That tracks. Yeah. That tracks. The guy just pretended um, it was an unarmed teen and, you know. <laughs> oh, God. You sure? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, like, but seeing, I, I love the Olympics. Are you a big Olympics oh, guy? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Huge Olympic head. Uh, yeah. What- just so just seeing like, you know people that were supposed to be shoe-ins, not be able to like pull it off because of nerves. Yeah. People who, you know, are able to rise to the occasion, all of that stuff. And for the most part, everybody is young, you know? Yeah. And just driven. They're babies. Yeah. It's so weird. It's as I age to be further and further out of it because, you know, playing sports, it wasn't like I ever thought I'd be an Olympic athlete, but you can place yourself there. You're like, okay, pretty close to me. What would I be feeling or how would I do? And now I'm just like, Oh, that could be like my son or daughter out there. <laughs> sure. I mean, there's a 13 year old Japanese girl who won, uh, the skateboarding. Yeah. You know, gold crazy. Y- youngest Olympian gold medal, 13 years old in skateboarding. Like that, that's a sport is amazing. Like, yeah, it's cool. It's cool. Yeah. Not a crime. It is. It is also cool to watch skateboarding on in the Olympics. Yeah, like that. There's just like a skate park at in Tokyo that you know they're getting judged on. Yeah, it's a trip, dude. And then I'm still watching synchronized swim. I mean, swing synchronized diving. Oh yeah, and just yeah. amazed at the idea of that. Yeah, that's amazing. You're looking for that little splash. Um, yeah. And it's neat too, because I think they should do one for who can make the biggest splash, like the biggest. Sure. Cannonball, cannonball yeah. competition. Yeah. Or can opener. I feel like a can, can opener. Yeah. You can do some big ones. Huge ones. Yeah. Yeah. You try to get all the water out of the pool. 
I like how they go in that uh, hot tub right afterwards. Yeah. You know, they're always like, like they're about to have like a, like a martini yeah, in a yeah, conversation. Right. Yeah. yeah. Hard not to have a cocktail on that thing, but yeah, they're right, <laughs> over, right over there in that like a uh, hot tub, you know, no diarrhea for the I last also, 14 days. <laughs> I also think it's very funny that when those divers, like they wipe themselves down and then they throw their towel just back into the water. Yeah. And yeah. then they get out of the water and they just wring it out. And it's just like, but it's still wet. Like, you, yeah, you're just trying to stay less wet. I don't know. They have a lot of strange kind of wet. Yeah, I'm with you. They <laughs> yeah, do a lot yeah. of weird rituals and then diving for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're, they're like, they're like drying themselves off with a wet towel. Yeah. No so worse feeling. There's no worse feeling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't like, I don't like when I go to the beach and somebody else has already used my towel. So it's wet when I put it on after I'm in the water. That's, it's, I hate it. It's disastrous. Do you remember going, do you remember like uh, maybe going with friends to the beach? So you didn't quite have your full operation. And so there's a lot of like you driving back in the car with like a towel around your waist and your suit, your wet suit still on. And you never yeah. really like warm up, you know, if it's you, you know, you're going to bring your, your, your fresh undies, your, um, dry clothes. Yeah, it's all in the trunk. It's all yeah. in the trunk. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. But if you're, if it's, if you're going with other people and you're not in charge of that operation, you're sandy, you're wet, you're cold, you lose your shirt, you know? Yeah. 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 Yeah, because you're like, I don't know if I need to bring my full backpack. I guess I'll leave it in the car and then you're screwed. Yeah. You need all that. Yeah. Yeah. My mom was. Good. Should, yeah. Uh, we should answer a couple questions. We got questions. Okay. I want to talk. We can talk more about the Olympics, too. Um, there's some good stuff out there, but let me pull up some questions. There was one I wanted to ask you. Uh, okay. This is coming to us from, where was this guy? Uh, okay. Rob M. Ward, best Corox, best core exercises for an experienced power lifter. Huh? Um, Best core exercises for an advanced power lifter. Experienced. Um, yeah. I mean, I think all of the, you know, um, the basics are really important. So, you know, um, especially if you're a power lifter, you're probably used to keeping your core pretty tight. So, any of the hollow holds, Superman type things, planks, um, are, you know, right up there to like doing pull-ups, you know, of just keeping your core tight during pull-ups or, um, or, uh, toes to bar, those type of exercises. But that's like more toes to bar. I guess this falls into more of a gymnastics category than, than not. But, um, yeah, I would like hollow holds are great. Um and and then like Russian twists. Yeah. Doing those those exercises um uh the like leg lifts, the ones where you're uh, what are those called where you're like you keep them like 6 inches off of the ground and then uh, Yeah. 
into the air. Leg lifts? I guess they're. Leg I lifts? guess so. Yeah. Do you ever do the ones where they have you have the person throw your legs down? You sure. hold on to their feet yeah. and they throw your legs down. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm with Eugene on all those. Yeah. Just I would say make sure you're going static and dynamic. So, you know, if you're doing if you're doing a lot of isometric stuff like the planks or the hold positions, you know, make sure you throw some movement in there too. Or if you're sure. doing a lot of movement stuff, make sure you're doing some stuff that's isometric and that holds. And then just, you know, make sure your technique is right and make sure you're able to breathe while you're doing them, not holding yeah. your breath. So you should be able to, um, you know, tense your core and fire those muscles while you're inhaling and exhaling, exhaling at the same time. Um, because you're going to, you're going to need to do that during your lifts too. So, you know, right. sometimes people will like weirdly start to hold their breath and I'll even, I'm, I, I'm experienced with this stuff and know it and know that that is an issue sometimes. And I'll realize like, Oh, I'm holding my breath. I wonder how many weeks I've been doing that, you know, <laughs> for, you know, the sure. Um, here's an interesting one. May says, how do you get over that part after you're shredded or a cut and you're bulking and you think you look like a garbage bag? So a yeah. couple things come to mind. So he's talking like, say you, you shredded down for something and now you want to bulk back up and you feel like you look like shit. I get that. I also get to where if you had, um, you're just on a, a crazy runner where you're super inspired and you go for it and you get down to something that you maybe can't maintain and then you're just, you're, you're going back into maintenance. It can fuck with you a little bit to where you're thinking like, Oh, I look bad now. And you really don't, you just, you just look different and you're maybe a little more, you know, normal and sustainable than you were before there. I think both, right. can, both can challenge you. Um, I think just knowing that that's just like, I know this is going to sound so like kind of. Uh, like we're just doing inspirational talk, but it's like knowing that you're like, you're within your journey, you know, like you were at one point shredded, you're trying to bulk now. So that means that you're, you're on a focus to do something else. Like keep your eye on the prize, stay focused to the thing you want to get to and know that it's, you know, you have to hit this point to get to that point. Um, so knowing that it's for an ultimate goal that is going to be better than uh, you actually feel right now. I think that's, what's going to get you over it. Knowing that it's, uh, it's temporary. Yeah. Um, the, the, the time that it feels the most scary or the most um, like when it fucks with your head, the most is when you feel like you're stuck in that middle zone or you're stuck in that bad place where you know, you, you were feeling really good and it wasn't sustainable. And now that this is the sustainable, it feels like you're stuck here and you can't get to a place where you're happy and you're, you're able to maintain it. That's a hard place to be in. Yeah. And, you know, ultimately at that point, you just kind of have to, you know, think about what your goals are. Think about what maintenance and what you want to sustain and seeing what is realistic at that, you know, like, are you, do you want to be able to feel and look like physically fit and, um, 
and stay physically active all of the time. Um, if that's the case, then you need to dial in a certain amount of exercise per week and nutrition has to be locked in to a certain extent. So like, it is really tough to be able to be like, I want to be able to go out and drink and, and have pizza every day and all this stuff, but still, you know, maintain, uh, you know, yeah, a physique that looks like it did when you were shredded, for instance, you right. know? Um, so you, you just gotta, you got you gotta put realistic goals into place and then look at yourself realistically. Yeah. I also, let's use like a really extreme example. So sure. take, take Ronnie Coleman in his prime, look at him in season and off season. And this is an extreme example, but I would argue he never looks bad. <laughs> even, mm-hmm. even off season. I mean, he's, he, he's a free, I mean, he's over 300 pounds uh, and he's bulked up, but he's not shredded like he is when he's in competition, but he still looks cool. Like it's still, he's still mm-hmm. strong. He still looks fit. It's just a different kind of fit. So if you're, you know, you're off season when you're bulking up, if you're doing that, you should be training. If you are exercising, you're going to, you're going to look different, but you're still going to look good. Now I know, yes. I know from a psychological standpoint, there there's, there's a barrier, you know, to where it's like, I'm not diced like I was that that fucks with me, but I would, I would use take yourself out of the equation and use another example and just look at somebody and do a little digging and find them in the off season. And I bet you that you will think, Oh, they look, they look good either way. They look good when they're shredded and they look good when they're, you know, training to get shredded again, you know, right. Both there's both there's merit to both. And, um, and I like the look sometimes when somebody just goes full big boy, you know, just, you gotta, you gotta, (laughs) you gotta rebrand like Brandon. We're talking about Brandon, just go, you know, this is my, this is, I'm bringing the thickness, you know, sure. Which is good. Sometimes I think it looks good. Either, either one looks good. What's your most memorable Olympic event? Can you remember back to watching it as a kid or recently? I mean, obviously this one today is pretty cool. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll throw one at you. I remember when um, Ben Johnson, who was on Winstrol, won. Uh, was he running for Canada? He beat Carl Lewis, yes. and it was yeah, like in the Carl Lewis. in the Seoul Games in Korea. I don't remember what year exactly in the eighties, and for hundred meters. And I, he, although he did test positive for performance enhancement drugs later. The race was incredible, and I mean, he sure. came, he came out of nowhere, and he had a big old chain on, and was super built, more muscular than what you normally see out there, and it was a thrilling race. And he annihilated the record, if I remember correctly. Um, yeah, I remember that. Uh, and you know, I was at Rico's Pizza. Uh, you know, <laughs> getting that was a place you could go, and they had like a pizza the size of a tabletop. And I was always just like eating pizza and then trying to get quarters to play Altered Beasts. Remember that game? Ah, man, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I just, I remember Michael Johnson. I remember his runs. Those were so fun. And then he did fun stuff. He'd wear the gold shoes and all that shit. He was doing fun stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But even like, um, you know, all the Usain Bolt stuff is amazing. Yeah. And watching, um, was it Michael Gatling run against him? 
where you're just like, oh, I hope this guy does good. And he was really good in the U.S. Yeah. But it's like, not even you're close. not going to catch up. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I'm trying to think of what other... I liked Flo Jo a lot. She was really exciting. Flo Jo was great. Yeah. Jackie Joyner Kersey, really fun. Um, I remember when Dan and Dave, they made a big deal out of it through Reebok. I think it was Reebok. I think uh, it was Nike. Oh, it was Nike. Who was going to win the decathlon? Yeah. And Dan O'Brien or Dave, I can't remember what his last name was. Well, because Dave didn't make it, right? No, Dan O'Brien didn't make it. He didn't qualify. Oh, that's right. He like blew the pole vault and he should have. And he didn't. And then Dave didn't win the gold. I think he won a bronze or a silver. But Dan O'Brien, I think, came back the next year or the next Olympic and won gold, I believe. So he yeah. did He did have, he did come back and win. But it was like, it was devastating. If you guys missed it, Eugene and I were kind of at the age where we were watching how, you know, all this marketing was going on. And like there was, you could not turn the TV on and not see a Dan versus Dave. And you could buy, like you could buy the gear for one. And I like Dan O'Brien, the guy that didn't make it. He was my guy. Yeah. It's cooler look. Dave was a little more corny, I thought. Yeah. Dan had the gap in his teeth and like yeah. kind of looked a little bit more. Yeah. Every man. More. And maybe a little more ripped, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, was he? Yeah. Dave, Dave looked more like body by Jake or something like that. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I remember, I just love watching track and field events. I think, I think that's, that's the fun Olympics for me. Yeah. Track and field. Is, um, I I'm a summer games guy. Always. Yeah. I will watch, I will watch a winter games and there is some stuff, you know, ice skating and that kind of stuff can be fun, but I'm more of a summer sure. games guy. Oh yeah, I uh Olympic wise also, I mean, the dream team, the first dream team I think was unbelievable. Oh my god. Jordan, Bird, all of them. I mean, it was crazy. That was so wild for for so long. I mean, I I people all everybody has to know this, but in case we have like we have some younger people that are listening, for years the United States would only allow amateur athletes to participate in the Olympics. And so we had the best basketball players in the world. They wouldn't play in the Olympics because they were professionals. And so we'd send our college guys there and they would get beat by the pros from other countries. So finally in the Barcelona games, they in the United States decided to open it up and <laughs> we had the biggest stars in the world. <laughs> it was unbelievable. Charles Barkley, David Robinson, Michael Jordan, Larry Bird, Magic Johnson. I mean, like just this Isaiah Thomas, Isaiah Thomas, yeah. Clyde Drex, like this, like murderers row of the best <laughs> basketball players imaginable. And they went out there and beat teams by a hundred points. I mean, <laughs> crazy teams couldn't even score a basket. I mean, there wasn't ever a close game. It was, it was stunning. It was stunning to watch. And so it was so satisfying because the whole time, like we knew our guys were the best, you know, and, uh, it was incredible to watch and just really, but you were like, you would, it would sub out Michael Jordan for, an, for like Isaiah Thomas. Know, like it yeah. was like, yeah, like there was no, you were never, there was never like 
a guy that was coming off the bench. It was like a no. starter for a starter. Yeah, it was like you name it. Your favorite player would would sub for your favorite player, and if your favorite player was hurt, then your next. It was like our Avengers for us. That was yeah. like the Avengers. That was. It was like if you had like a code for a video game where all of your <laughs> yeah. players are ninety nine. Yeah. Or whatever. Yes. And you're just like, oh, this ain't this isn't fair. It's yes. like no, it's not. It was crazy. They had the dumb like blue broil or like navy blue and gold and I I had like Barcelona stuff like it never looked quite right but you know sure. Nike had the shoes and stuff some of my friends had those No it was all, it was Adidas right oh, initially Adidas. and Michael oh, yeah, and Michael Jordan trouble. wore the flag over it so yeah, that he wouldn't hide. show the logo yeah, yeah That's right that's right But he looked cool with that flag on man Yeah sure even when he was doing something to kind of protect his Nike brand, he still, it made him look cool. Like you're like, it became a fashion thing where you're like, Oh yeah, that's what sure. I Yeah. Um, but yeah, those, those days of, uh, of the dream team, I think was next level. Uh, yeah. So Dan O'Brien did come back and win in 96 in Atlanta. So he wow. didn't qualify in 92. That was the one he got knocked out of, but came back in 96 and one. So good for him. I bet you were a Dan O'Brien guy too. I think so. Yeah. Dave, what was Dave's lesson? So. Dave was corny. But Dan he, versus Dave. Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember. Um, but yeah, that's, but they're cool. It's, it's great to see people work so hard to, um, to, you know, for such athletic events across the board, like watching people competing in fencing and in Taekwondo and judo to, you know, wrestling and all of that stuff. It's just amazing. It's amazing that that's all happening over the next two weeks um, to like cycling and um, um, what, what is it where they're, is it is kayak kayak is a summer Olympics one obviously is it I've never watched uh, it before but yeah. I'm, it's it seems like a good summer sport hand handball I saw handball as one oh the, um one of the most I think insane sports still to watch is water polo yeah dude especially because when you see what's going like, on under the water yeah yeah they're, they're consistently. Like, Grabbing working. each other's balls and shit and twisting yeah. and punching each other. It's gnarly. It's crazy. It's gnarly. And then watching rugby and just being like, I hope Fiji wins again because they're just monsters and amazing at the sport. So I like that. And then Winter Olympics, I'm, I, I guess I just like skeleton luge and the luge and bobsledding like anything they're going fast down in a sled is amazing that's really cool and i like how they did i like uh the um cool runnings movie and based on a sure. true story i like how they were getting uh sprinters to do bobsledding uh yeah that's like a fun you know like a fun wrinkle that they added to it and lolo jones i liked her she was a uh like a high hurdler for the u.s she did some bobsledding yeah. too i think i don't know i they, they recruited her to do bobsledding. So she was done with her summer games and kind of aged out of hurdles, but then came back and did some bobsledding, which is pretty cool. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. And then she ended up on, on Big Brother, and then she ended up on um, MTV's The Challenge. 
Did she really? How'd she do on the challenge? Yep. I think she got eliminated pretty early because they were like, oh, you are too athletic for us. <laughs> yeah. Get out of here. Yeah. If you could, um, uh, if you could compete and win, uh, I'm sending you a picture of Dan and Dave. Dave is the one with the uh, blue tank top. Sure. Yeah. That- yeah. He does look like body by Jake. Yeah. I was a Dan guy. Yeah. Um, uh, Reebok. Oh, you are Reebok. You're right. If, um, if you could compete in any Olympic event, like, and do well in it, like win a gold, what would you want? What would I want? Yeah. What would you, what would be your one? Like what, what's your fantasy? I don't know. I don't know. I'll tell you mine. hundred meter sprint. No question about really? it. Really? Yeah. The fastest man in the world. That would be the yeah. coolest. Hundred meters, it's it's thrilling. You're doing that in, you know, not less than nine seconds or whatever. That's yeah. That, to me, that is as exciting as it gets. I think I, I think the the high jump is really up there too. Yeah, I mean that's that's cool. Because they 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 look like they're floating. Yes. And then they do a they do a quick turnaround and then they're cheering for themselves. Yeah, it's unbelievable. You know, like <laughs> least, yeah. They land on a pillow and then they can roll into like their arms in the Their air celebration. They just did this, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like they get to fall onto a bed and then, you know, everybody cheers for them. You're right. The bed fall is, is fun. That is cool. It's really cool. Yeah. And then it's fun. It, like in your house, you can high jump onto your bed and people are loving that. And you know, yeah. It, and like the technique that it takes for you to know when your back is over it and then kick your legs out. So your feet don't hit it. It's like the reverse limbo. You know, uh, what do you call it? A uh, limbo. Uh, limbo. I was about to say the reverse limbata, but that's, <laughs> I guess just sex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she you had a good time and we ended up doing the reverse lombardo so you know how it goes um what happened yeah, to chris I, and cheryl they're inside doing the reverse <laughs> lombardo last i checked bop bop zoop zoop what the hell uh, but yeah, I don't know. It I, is I, the I high that, jump is very cartoon charactery. It's like they're yeah. it like it looks like something out of like the Road Runner or something that happens where they're able to like fall. You have to jump to a certain height and then just fall the right way so that your butt and feet yes. don't hit the bar as you're moving sideways. As you're moving sideways, yeah, it's a cool one. Yeah, it's crazy. The long jump or like the triple jump is also really fun to watch. It is, you know, I guess an interesting one to throw in there too, would just be the, the decathlon because then you're good at a lot of shit. Oh yeah. Yeah. Decathlon I think would be it. Yeah. Do everything. Um, there is something cool about like throwing a discus or a shot put really cool. Javelin. I mean, that's a javelin throw. Yeah. 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 I Is yeah. javelin just in the. No, I think it's decathlon? an, it's an individual event or and it's, it's in the decathlon okay. too. Yeah. Yeah. Pentathlon. What about when Jim Thorpe won the decathlon and the pentathlon? Crazy. Won them both gold medals in both. And then they took it away because they're racist. And they said it was because he took money for baseball or whatever. Anyway, he took like, they paid him like one cent to play baseball or some shit. You know, the guy's fucking starving. And then they took it. They, I think they eventually gave him his gold medals back, but it was like sure. he was an old man. It was bullshit. But still. Yeah. Yeah. 
but damage was not. But I think, I think a a decathlon would be, yeah, amazing. Yeah, that's pretty. Because then you're just like, oh, I'm an Olympian. I am what the Olympics is. Yes, I am Hercules or Zeus or whatever. Like I can, yeah, yeah, run, jump, throw, whatever you got. I'm the best at all these. Yeah, pretty cool. Tough to compete with that one. Yeah. Um, other than that, I think I would just want to be able to do those rings really well that male gymnasts do. Oh yeah, dude. That is, uh, yeah. And then if you're good enough at that, you could get recruited, uh, like the movie Jim Cotta to where he, <laughs> did you ever see that? No, he's like an Olympic, uh, gymnast. And then he gets recruited to compete in some kind of like death race thing and uses gymnastic skills to kind of fight people Amazing. and compete in this race. <laughs> it's, it's a, it's a weird movie. Uh, wow. Yeah, worth watching. Uh, well shit, that's it for us guys. Um, thank yeah. you for your questions. If you have another question you'd like to ask us, you can reach us long form at ask the dumbbells at gmail.com. That's our email. And what else yeah. we got huge? Uh, short form wise, you can just uh, DM us uh, across all social medias at the dumbbells. Um, and yeah, you can find us there, tag us, whatever. Let us know what's going on or what's your favorite Olympic event that you would crush at. Yeah, we're going to do some more Olympic talk. We'll be watching those. We've got some fun guests lined up coming in. So stay mm-hmm. tuned for that. We appreciate your question, guys, or your questions, guys. Thanks to everybody that contributed. And on behalf of myself and Eugene Cordero, we are the Dumbbells and all our wonderful listeners that contributed questions today. We'd like to remind everybody that's out there listening to train dirty, eat clean and live in between. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>